everyone. Welcome back. Oh my gosh, it's been... We're back. Almost a century, it seems like. It's actually... It's been 25 days since we last recorded. Nuh-uh, Isn't you looked. Crazy? I did look. That's funny. Yeah. Well, we're finally in the green phase over here Not by yet. this point. Well, by the so time yellow. that you tune in... Right. Tomorrow. We'll be in the green phase Tomorrow. in Pennsylvania, yeah. whatever that means. Right. Where you are. Yeah. Lots been going on, so yeah, we just we haven't recorded in a while, but um, lots to catch up on. Um, I mean, I've seen more than the six movies that we're going to be talking about, but, you know, we don't want to overdo it. <laughs> oh my God, no. 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 Listen, I said five was the limit, so I, I guess we're going to have five and a bonus. I snuck one in there, yeah. Yeah, um, you sure yeah, did. Yeah, we are getting closer to movie theaters reopening, which is... I don't I don't know. I'm, I, I miss going to theaters, but I'm, I don't know how I feel about wearing a mask, you know, while I'm watching a movie or... Yeah, because we were out at Target today and all that and wearing a mask there like it's just I don't know it's for two hours wearing a mask no thanks yeah I feel like it just yeah it takes away the enjoyment yeah and I'm like showing houses and stuff with masks it's like you can't breathe you're working with them you like come on you can't it's not comfy yeah so yeah we've been watching a lot of movies uh from the comfort of the couch and uh we'll start with Becky um so this is about a 13 year old girl named Becky played by Lulu Wilson she's been in she was in um, one of the Annabelle sequels that was really good and she was also in one of the um, Ouija sequels Um, so she she plays Becky she's um, very rebellious since her mother died of cancer so it's just her and her dad played by Joel McHale of the soup um, they take a ride to their lake house in the country for the weekend, and Becky's not too happy when she realizes that Dad has also brought along his new girlfriend and her Sounds son. like a lodge. Um, yeah. <laughs> At first, yeah, a little bit. Um, but, so, you know, the the dad delivers the news at dinner that they're gonna get married and Becky's pissed off so she runs off into the woods and she's in a fort and um that's when Kevin James yes that Kevin James from King of Queens and Paul Blart Mall Cop um he is this Nazi skinhead guy who's the leader of a gang and he is looking for something in the house and well they get more, more than they bargain for when they piss off Becky. <laughs> I'll just put that out there. Um, so I enjoyed this. This is like kind of a um, nasty, nastier Home Alone. <laughs> um, you know, she, Becky sets traps. She uses um, her oh. colored pencils to uh, stab some of the bad guys. Ooh. Um, yeah, so somebody calls them art pencils at one point, and oh my god, is that why you asked me? What do you call them? Art pencils or colored pencils? Yeah, they're that's definitely, funny. They're definitely they're colored definitely pencils. colored pencils. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. So yeah, I I enjoyed this. This was definitely entertaining. Um, it, it gets straight to the point. It's tense. It has a cool style to it. Um, I really enjoyed the the score. It's kind of this like um, synthesizer score. 
Um, and I really like Lulu Wilson. She, um, you know, she's she's working on a on a deeper level than I think you would um, initially expect. You know, she's um, very strong willed and. You know, she looks cute at first, but she she really commits to like turning Becky into this resourceful warrior, really. And uh, Kevin James is pretty effective playing a you know he's so far removed from playing Doug Heffernan from that sitcom. Um, you know he's pretty pretty intense and intimidating, and uh, yeah, <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I'm Sorry, I'm totally trying to keep the girls occupied over here. Yeah, they're having a <laughs> ball. But, um, yeah, got a new toy. But yeah, so you can watch Becky. It's um, it's fun. It's over the top. It's bloody, but it's fun. Is this the one with the um the score or whatever where I was like, oh my god, it sounds like Scream Queens? No, that was... I don't remember what that was. That was something else. Yeah. Oh, I think it's... um. I actually think that it is one of the other ones. That I don't even remember now. We're going to talk about it, maybe. Anyway. Um, next. So that's a flick. That is a flick. Obviously. Sorry. Yes, okay. I'm, I'm a little so rusty. We haven't done this in a while. I know. We it's haven't done this in a while. Right. So it's like, okay, we got to get to the point here, right. and we got to talk, like, details yeah. as far as, So like, Becky gets oh a flick. God. All right. Yeah. So film number two, Artemis Fowl. It's on Disney+. Plus. Listen. Artemis Fowl, come on. Did did you you, you didn't want, read the do books? Do you want to tee this one up? I, I do. Not, I yeah. did not re- I did not read the books. I was not familiar. Okay, well you missed out. It was around the same time as Harry Potter. We all know. So Artemis Fowl, it was just this like awesome story and, you know, environment. Really, this whole world and I'm just going to say straight up, right up front, the world that they created on the movie screen was not the world that I created. So it was kind of like a bummer. Well, they should have had your assistance then. Maybe it would have made more sense. Well, no, and also the storylines. I mean, yeah. the plot and all that. Like, I'm like, wait, I don't remember any of this. Are you able to summarize it a little bit? Because, I mean... No, because I ended up falling asleep <laughs> because it was, like, so, like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so it takes place in Ireland. Um, Artemis Fowl, what, he has this father who is never there i guess he goes missing one day and then um artemis jr realizes that he himself is a mastermind he breaks it kind of turns into like some spy kids type stuff yeah and so he had his father's but not as like whatever Right. His father's captured by this, like, raspy voice, I don't know, fairy, elf, goblin thing with a hood that we never see. Kind of like Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, but not... It's like a Darth Vader, whatever. Yeah. Um, so he has to, like, get this MacGuffin thing. What is it? The Oculus? The AQ... Whatever it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Unleash his power. Oculus, I Oculus, don't even know. Whatever. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. This is trying to be the next big thing, you know, for Disney. It wants to be... Like a Fantastic Beast, whatever, Harry Potter, Yeah, it wants to be Harry Potter, it wants to be Spy Kids. Um, it's just a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> it's, um... I kind of liked the, um... job. The effects. I didn't hate the effects. I thought that... I, I, I thought technically it looked pretty good. Um, I did notice a lot of, um, distracting ADR 
which is you know in post where um, the audio does not match. Like if somebody, if some, if an actor's head is turned, like to the screen, you can always tell whenever they dub it, right? That they added in later. I think to just kind of like yeah. maybe try to make um, more sense of the plot. Like if people don't understand something, the character like delivers exposition or something. Yeah, I don't know. This is just um, uh, very, very plot heavy. The characters. Um, are really thin. I didn't really care what was happening. It, it like runs in place for. It's pretty short, but it the movie kind of runs in place for the entire runtime. Like it doesn't really go anywhere, mm-hmm. and I think that's because they are setting up. This is you know positioned as like the first entry of a hopeful franchise. Yeah, because there were like six books. I don't think right? it's gonna quite get there. Right. Yeah. And you said you don't you didn't remember some of the stuff. Maybe I think it maybe it was condensed, maybe but I don't know. Maybe or was they, this like before all of it? Because like I don't remember the whole fact know. that like I don't remember the whole like dad that type no, of situation. Okay. Mm. We should say the dad is played by Colin Farrell, but he's he's barely there. I mean he's and wasn't he in uh, Fantastic Beasts? He was. No. He, yeah, he played yeah. the the heavy in the um, the first one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. In theory, this should be the, like an imaginative fantasy adventure, and it just I don't know. It. I thought it was gonna be so much fun. I felt like it had no idea like what it was actually about or how to even like tell a story. And Josh Gad is in it, and he's playing like a Hagrid figure kind of who like munches on dirt and like. Right, so he's pretty much narrating it. It was weird, like, being at the school at the very beginning. Yeah, I, didn't I don't like know. That. I didn't I, like that framing device, how they framed this. Was story. it the school? Yeah. Was it a... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this was, was, like, a total misfire. Oh, it does have Judy Dench in it playing an elf, but I guess that just <laughs> kind of proves that she'll do anything. I mean, she was in Cats. Exactly. Yeah. Why not? I, I mean, mean if, not? if you you're are her and you're, you're yeah. at that point in your career... Yeah. Yeah. Do whatever comes your way that you feel called to do. Right. This just reminded me of, like another failed franchise starter like the golden compass beautiful creatures like up there a whole laundry list of movies like that but um yeah this was just um this was a disappointment so definitely a uh flop <laughs> it's a mutual if flop you tell yeah flop if you'd like to watch it it's available, it's on, disney available plus. on disney plus yeah 5.99 a month or something like that yeah sign up watch it cancel or, your subscription right or just don't um, so number three, <laughs> um, The King of Staten Island, which I yeah, know... Yeah, what was this one? So... I, d- I think that I totally was like, eh... Right. right so this is, this is... Excuse you. Sorry, Minnie is having a moment. Yeah. A diva moment. So The King of Scats... Yeah, The King of Staten Island is, um, it's another film with Pete Davidson, you know, Pete Davidson from SNL, he dated Ariana Grande, <laughs> he, um, he has Crohn's disease, apparently. He... Oh, thank you for sharing. Yeah, he was, um, in Big Time Adolescence, which I watched, and you kind of watch on Hulu. This was kind of like that, um, I think this is the stronger of the two, um, so this is from Judd Apatow, you know, he did, um, Trainwreck with Amy Schumer, he did Knocked Up, um, I, I like his, I like his films, his comedies, um, they always run a little long, and this kind of, you know, is the same way, I think it's a li- it's a little over two hours, 
But um, so Pete Davidson, this is semi-autobiographical. I think he helped um, co-write the script. He plays Scott, this 24-year-old who doesn't really have his shit together. He has like these vague dreams of opening a tattoo shop that's also a restaurant, which is a terrible idea. But um, he, yeah, he lives with his mom, played by Marissa Tomei in Staten Island, as the title suggests. And he, you know, he's just not really doing anything with his life. He's not going anywhere. And um, his younger sister does have her shit together, and she's about to go off to college. And she's played by Maude Apatow, the director's daughter. And, um, yeah, so this is just kind of like a, it's like a hangout slice of life coming of age um sort of comedy it's it's not especially funny as i don't think it's really trying to be funny i mean it has some laughs here and there but um it just kind of tracks his journey and um also i guess i should mention that um this being semi-autobiographical his father um was a firefighter in real life and actually died on 9-11 and um this kind of um, the character Scott is kind of dealing with the same thing. Um, I don't think the fireman father in the movie actually dies on nine eleven, but he died, you know, while saving someone. Mm-hmm. And so, Tragically, yeah. yeah. And then, um, yeah, the comedian, stand up comedian Bill Burr is also in this. He plays Marissa Tomei's um, new boyfriend, and you know, him and Scott obviously don't get along at first. But um, yeah, I really liked his performance in this. Um, yeah, there's, like, something very melancholy about it, and, um, you know, but it also kind of has, like, a shagginess to it. I mean, it is a little over two hours, so it's kind of like, then this happened, then this happened, but, um, I got something out of it. I mean, I was, I was kind of moved by the end, and, um, yeah, I liked the performances. I, I would say this is probably one of the more, like, emotionally mature Judd Apatow comedies, because it's still in that, like, Arrested Development slacker, you know narrative but um yeah so this i would definitely give the king of staten island a flick Mm. does it make you want to watch it now (laughs) no i'm sorry (laughs) no i i know like no just not my thing so speaking of movies that you probably won't want to watch oh yeah what um which one well i shouldn't be that harsh on it yeah um it's called you should have left Oh, I, I caught bits and pizzas, pieces of it. Yeah. Um, Kevin Bacon. I was indifferent. Yeah. Usually I'll <laughs> shut audio, it down really quick. Was like, eh. Yeah, the audio was okay. Like, I'm usually one to shut it down real quick. Right. But, yeah. So. We'll see. Tell me about it. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Tell me what I missed. So this is, so this is from um, writer-director David Kep, who is mostly known for being a screenwriter. He did, like, Jurassic Park. Like, he wrote the script for Jurassic Park. A lot of big blockbusters. And um, okay. he made this film back in um, 1999 called Stir of Echoes with Kevin Bacon. So this is kind of their reunion. Uh-huh. And it's kind of disappointing. It's it's um, based on a German novella um, by Daniel Kalman. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's a German author. But um, So this is an adaptation, but it reminded me a lot of Stephen King's stories, like The Shining... Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Kevin Bacon plays um, this wealthy, retired L.A. banker with this mysterious past. His his wife drowned, and you know he was acquitted for having no involvement in her death. But um, P. 
people kind of know about him. He's been in the limelight, and so they don't kind of, um, they don't really, um, he's not held so highly in the public eye. So now he's, he's remarried to this much younger woman, Amanda Seyfried, who is an actress, and they have a, I think a six-year-old daughter together, and um, Kevin Bacon's character is just very jealous and insecure like when he um when he shows up on set to visit his wife like somebody mistakes him uh as being her father you know he's much older Mm -hmm. and um he gets very jealous while he listens to amanda seyfried's um fake orgasms while she's shooting a sex scene so he's you know not really um secure about their age gap um so yeah, they they get away for like a weekend or whatever. They go to Wales and they go to this this house. It's very sleek and uh, sterile and but peaceful. And after the first night, Kevin Bacon's character begins losing time, and then he discovers new doors that weren't originally there. And um, then he also takes a measuring tape to realize that the living room is like five feet longer inside than it is outside so it's like what what's what's going on here (laughs) um so i found this intriguing for a long time actually maybe like the whole first hour and then when you start to realize what is actually going on um you know it it has some substance substance going on once you figure out what is happening, I just it wasn't as interesting as the house itself. <laughs> the house is pretty cool, and the movie I think was like stylishly shot. Um, this isn't a bad movie, I would say. It's just kind of um, neither neither here nor there. Um, oh, that's sometimes yeah, the which worst. is sometimes it's like oh worse man, in a way. like either be really good or be really bad. <laughs> yeah, and 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 this also it's a Blumhouse movie. Oh my god. And I'm bummed that I missed it. So okay. I was bummed about that because it's not it's really not that scary. It it tries to have like, you know shadows go in front of, shadows go in front of the camera, that sort of thing. It's just kinda of perfunctory, like the scares that they try to um attempt. And um yeah, I don't know. I don't really have much more to say. It was kinda of like blah. It's like well acted too. Um I mean Amanda Seyfried doesn't get a lot to do, but um, she is more than just like the younger wife. So, yeah. watch Fantasy Island instead. Really? I don't know. Yeah. The these are about on the same level for me. Okay. Fantasy Island. As far as like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I gave it this a C, and I gave Fantasy Island a C. Uh huh. So. Yeah, it just um, it doesn't add up to much. It's not very meaningful or satisfying. So, Bummer. it's it's a skip. Or. Yeah, it's a flop. <laughs> or a skip. But is it, though, right? <laughs> uh, that's, right. I hate that. But, yeah, if you have 20 bucks to spare, which I'm sure you do, but you might as well um, rent something more worthwhile than that. Or if you have a fire stick, just figure it out and find it. Yeah. you should. So that was you should have left. Um. All right. So well, these last two all kind of, like, you know, be more quick about them um so there's this other movie this indie movie um it's from ifc films it's called baby teeth Um, oh lord yeah baby teeth baby teeth okay is it like a horror like what is it what's the genre so this on paper looks like one of those like dying girl dramas 
so it's about a girl with, um, I believe, leukemia. Um, she's played by Eliza Scanlon, who was in um, that Little Women remake. That we saw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which feels like it that came out okay. so much longer. That was, was so good. long ago, though. But, um, yeah, so she... Yeah, she's this teenager. Um, I believe this is, takes place in London. And so she meets this um, this 23-year-old drug addict on a train platform. And he's not exactly the kind of boy that you would want to take home to mom and dad. But um, she likes him. Like, she likes the attention and she likes how she feels around him. And he's just been evicted and he's kind of a shit show. But, um, yeah, this kind of just... It's, it's a romance, but it... it um, it's not as cliched as I was expecting. Like, it kind of has, like, a, a wicked, sharp sense of humor, and it's kind of unflinching about, you know, what she goes through, like, when she relapses and when she's having chemotherapy. Um, but yeah, it's very poignant. Um, I like the performances a lot. Um, Essie Davis and Ben Mendelsohn, they're really good as her parents. Um, yeah, I definitely recommend this one. So this, um, was, this was an indie? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, a little independent gem. Love those. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I would definitely uh, tell people to check that one out. So that is a flick. It's called Baby Teeth. Where do you find that one? Um, is that available you, on any of the platforms yet? Yeah, yeah, you can rent it. I think it's like five ninety nine, like on iTunes, Amazon, wherever, oh, gotcha. wherever okay. you go. Okay. All right, and then wrapping up the show is... I think so far. The bonus, one of, because we were only supposed to do five. Of, right. This will be worth it. Um, Ooh. You actually caught some of this. Which one? But clearly it wasn't that memorable. So it was called, it's called Darkness Falls. Oh, with um, uh, uh, the war scene? No, no, no. That's oh, different else one. That we can't talk about yet. But, oh, um, but no, I can't wait so for this that is one. from, sh- this is, uh, this stars Sean. Sean Ambrose, you're probably like, who the hell is that? He was in the Animorphs show. Oh, shut up! I love. I mean, he's Animorphs. done other stuff, yeah. obviously, um, after that. But um, he was all he was also he in survived. the X Men movies. He played Ice Ice Man in the X Men movies. So yeah, this is this is terrible. <laughs> I guess I should actually say what it's about. But this wants to be like another Seven or another Manhunter. It's like a police procedural thriller. So this is about a father and son pair of serial killers. Um, they break into a woman's home. They force feed her sleeping pills. They slit her wrist in the bathtub. They disguise the murder as a suicide. That woman, of course, ends up being the wife to a homicide detective played by Sean Ambrose. And um, yeah, so six months later, um, the Sean Ambrose character, he's this you know shell of his former self, and he's... Um, he wants to get the bad guys that killed his wife and are also killing these other women. Um, so yeah, this, uh, I don't even know where to start. This is like an ugly movie, um, poorly paced, um, unintentionally funny at times. Um, I found the opening scene of the, um, the wife's, you know, suicide murder to be really, exploitative in a way and I mean yeah it's a it's a serial killer movie but like the way the camera just like sits on her as they 
force feeder the sleeping pad. I don't know. It's just really unpleasant to watch. And um, yeah, this this it doesn't like any of its female characters. It's it's I don't know. Oh, Lynn Shay is in it, whom I usually really like, but she plays she's stuck in like the mom role, and her dialogue is terrible. This was yeah, this was rough. This this was a chore to watch, and um, I can't even recommend it as like camp because I mean it is unintentionally funny like it's trying to be really really serious and um I found myself chuckling oh I think I yeah I did catch bits and pieces of this and I was like what the fuck is this yeah like there's like there's this (laughs) there's this scene where like the you know obsessed detective has all of the crime scene photos on his wall and he's like screaming at the photos and he's like trying to think like the killers and I don't know it's just horrible and the dialogue like there's one line of dialogue that I wrote down you need to get back in the saddle that's his superior telling him that he needs to get back into it like he needs, he needs to, to like get it together get it together and yeah yeah yeah, nobody could save this movie, even Meryl Streep. It was like, so bad. It was really bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have anything good to say about it. Um, yeah. And, I felt bad. I literally felt bad. Yeah, I, was like, oh. I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, are you, like, still watching that? I'm like, yeah. What? I'm like, what is going on? Very, is very inept. It was shocking. Um, so that is definitely a flop. Yeah. Definitely one of the worst films I've seen so far this year. So. Wow. Yeah. Made me mad. Made you mad? Made me mad. <laughs> For wasting your time, right? Yeah. It's like, oh my god, you serious? Like, I gave you the benefit of the doubt, and yeah. here we are. Yeah. And it's funny, because originally I was not going to watch it. I got a screener of it, and they kept sending me... Sometimes, I don't know why, how, like, what publicists do, but they will always... Sometimes I'll get, um, like, four emails, like, the same email, uh-huh. like, every week. Like, if I don't answer, then I'm not interested. But this one, I just finally gave in to. <laughs> well, um, that was the result. <laughs> they got you set up on a drip campaign, honey, and you <laughs> fell for it. I don't always fall for it, though. But this, I was like, eh, how bad can it be? It's like you're well, clicking on the Facebook ads. Well, it was bad. So, next week, um, I've already seen the, most of the movies that came out, but, um, we'll, we'll be back next week. Yeah, what's up next week? Um, so there's My Spy, with wrestler Dave Bautista, um, and then we have the Will Ferrell, Rachel McAdams, Oh, the Euro. Yeah, Eurovision Song Contest. I'm excited for that one. Yes. And then, I saw a little movie called Homewrecker. Um, yeah. And then might get to the Steve Carell political comedy, Irresistible. I don't know. We'll see. What, it's like a satire or something? Yeah. It has a really good cast, but, um, not getting the best reviews. But, yeah, might get to that. Uh Oh, well, we can't, yeah. Yeah. Don't always listen to everybody else. No. No. And, you know, hey, don't even listen to us with these reviews. If you want to, you know, go against the grain, go watch a flick or a flop. You right. tell us if you agree or not. Maybe you guys will actually like Darkness Falls. Um, <laughs> don't waste your time with that one. Right. But, um, all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. I promise we'll be back. 
We will be back. <laughs> I can't even pretend to be Arnold. Oh. I will be back. <laughs> right? Back. Yeah. Right. No, not even doing it. Wow. Well. Love you guys lots. Love you guys. Enjoy. Stay well. <laughs>